the whole narrative of like love and bullying go together like yes like barbecue sauce on hot wings barbecue sauce on hot wings yeah like ketchup on pasta that's what they go together like right, <laughs> it right, goes right. together like ketchup on yeah. pasta as in it does not Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome Hi, back everybody. to Swipe Talk, the podcast where opposites attract. I'm Simone. And I'm Isabella. And we are here today yes. to talk about, this is your after school special that you never had, because today's episode is about bullying. Simone, close your ears. <coughs> Sorry. Should I not The way that people that? were also like defending you and being, well, no, I think that they were, they were mad at me because I was like, I hate when you burp. I think that they thought that I meant like, I hate when you have gas. I hate that your body produces gas. And that is not what I'm saying. I hate that when Isabella has gas, she goes, yeah. no fucking joke. <laughs> And yeah. I go, I'll yeah. kill you. I'll but kill you. to be you. fair, I'll I have a lot you. of digestive issues, so I have to to get it out. But I think it is fair what Simone's saying. I'm really like, like I have yes. to get it out. And it is painful. And so it's interesting because I actually was on set this past weekend for a friend of mine's film. Mm. And I had to be eating pizza. And it was dairy pizza. Oh. And I was eating it over and over and over again. And I was having really painful burps. And every time I would burp, I would think of you. And I'd go, oh my God, you guys, I'm so sorry. And everyone would go, no, that it's sounds totally so painful. Fine. I hope you're okay. And I said, wow, I feel so safe here. My friend Simone my hits Nicole, me. She hates me. She hits me. And, and she beats the shit out of me anytime I burp and they said oh no baby girl she bullies me no Simone bullies me this is such a good transition Simone bullies me so let's Sorry. talk about bullying before yeah. we get into this I just want to say bullying is bad and unacceptable let's just get that on the table right now we do not condone bullying I think there's a wide variety of things that can be considered bullying anytime that someone is mean whether intentional or not could be defined as bullying a consistent base of demeaning someone making someone feel bad whether intentional or not can be bullying and I think we have grown up with like these like hyper you know obvious solutions of this a la that's so raven the juicer or nets declassified I believe his name was Luther I want to say they gave us really obvious examples of like I'm gonna toss you in the locker and, and beat the heck out of you and that is not what bullying looks like all the time all the time sometimes it can no. be but there are a lot of other nuances which there we will are. get into in this episode now but first we can't get into the nitty gritty before Isabella sings us a little song before and does a little, a little fun. dance and claps her tatas together for us at the beginning of this app. This came straight out of that that little noggin of Miss Isabella because I was like, yeah. we should talk about bullying because I have a very specific thing that I want to yeah. talk about at the end of the episode. And she was like, yeah, we could talk about like Disney characters. And I'm like, the way that your brain so quickly, so quickly, it's like, I got it, sister. This is yeah. what we're going to do. So here we yeah. are. Isabella has made us a visual representation. I still don't yeah. know what the hell this looks like. I'm going to toss up the Venn diagram here. And before mm. I even get into it, I just want to say, again, bullying, bad. Hate it. But bullies tend to be very nuanced. That's a side note. Whoop, pushing that over there. This segment, we're not going to pretend like I'm talking about bullying at large. That's a really serious topic and has a lot of like really horrible consequences to bullying. But before we get into the seriousness of it, I was specifically okay. looking into some girl bullies from our childhood that had a lot of like interesting traits about them. Specifically Sharpay Evans. Sharpay Evans is a character that means a lot to That's me. I love her. Yeah, I think girl. she's incredible. I think she's funny. I think she's talented. She's mean. I don't stand by her act. 
actions. But I'm like, why has there never been a girl boss, iconic children's character who wears outrageous outfits and is kind of like, whatever, bitch, but is it mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it kind Mm -hmm. of feels like if you are a strong woman who wears awesome outfits, who's like all about herself, that you are also a bully or are also mean. Or a bitch. I was going to say, what's interesting that you make that point because bullies are not nuanced. The only time that we've ever seen a quote unquote mean girl be betrayed with layers is literally Maddie from Euphoria. That's it. Because Maddie from Euphoria, you expect her to be the mean girl, but she has so many friends. She's a nice person. Just don't fuck with her. And I love that like she dresses so well. She's like Queen Bee. But like everyone can be her friend, Queen Bee. I wouldn't consider her to be a bully. But it's kind of what you were talking about. Like the girl that like Oh, I see. Like that is the version of like an awesome girl who isn't necessarily a bully. I agree. I agree, actually. That's a great example. And another woman that I also felt that way about was um, the girl in Princess and the Frog, Tiana's friend, who was like that blonde who wore audacious outfits and was like, just everything about her archetype set us up to believe that she was going to turn on Tiana and she was going to do something kind of slimy or whatever because she's just like so in her head and she didn't. She was just like a fun girl who wore fun outfits and I love that. Moral of the story is, let's get into it. I created a Venn diagram because I was realizing there were some similarities I was seeing in these girl bullies. On the left, we have Helga Pataki from Hey Arnold. She represents a segment of she is secretly in love with the boy that she is bullying. She hated him. She would be mean to him. But secretly behind the scenes, she was a poet. She had a shrine to him, a la Kim Petrus's. I want all my clothes designer. She had a Paris Hilton. And then on the right side of my Venn diagram is the girls that had their powers threatened, that had a lot of pressure Mm. on them and their power was threatened. And then in the center is the girls that both had their power threatened and were in love with who they were bullying, which I think... Again, with Helga, Cindy, and Mindy from Drake and Josh. Cindy from Jimmy Neutron. Cindy mm-hmm. and, and Mindy were both in case scenarios where they were the smartest in their class other mm. than this one guy. Because Cindy was the smartest girl. She worked really fucking hard for what she got. She did Tai Chi. Like, she worked so hard. And then Jimmy just happens to be a genius. Mm. I don't know if he works as hard as she does. He just happens to be genius, which I kind of feel like represents a lot of what's happening in the real world of like women have to work doubly as hard. And even if they are as smart, me really giving this meaning, even if they as are as smart as the boy, the boy mm-hmm. is the one getting all the credit, all the praise being called boy genius. Whereas she, I mean, didn't have the same inventions that Jimmy did, but like there was one mm-hmm. time where she got an A plus on her test and then Jimmy got an A plus 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 so it was infuriating so of course she's threatened but she's also in love with him and they later go on to chaos same with mindy where she was top of the class but then josh got involved and it was like neck and neck and i understand why they would get upset about that because it is harder to be a woman and to be recognized so i could understand how that could lead to them being threatened and it would have been interesting again this is children's media so they could not have done this but it's interesting that we mm-hmm. view them as bully mean mm. girl as mm-hmm. opposed to someone that them being upset is is not out of this world. And mm-hmm. the section of being in love also is an issue because it teaches us from a young age. It propagates that famous saying of like, sorry, my fly's down. It will always be down because these jeans are broken. And I just need all of us to just carry <laughs> on about that. Is that when someone's being mean to you as a child, like, oh, they probably have a crush on you. Oh, we'll get into that. That's on because Simone's that's list. Because that's not 
correct. Right. That's not right. On the right, we have our little queenie queens that were not in love, but were threatened. And I have empathy for them because mm. Sharpay Evans, I need we I need us all to think about it. A, there's a lot of issues I have with people being threatened by Sharpay. She's a woman who knows what she wants. She's got her life together. She wears iconic outfits. One of the first lines of the movie that really stuck with me from a very young age was she walks in, talks to Troy, whatever. Troy turns to Chad and says, so uh, Sharpay's kind of cute. And Chad says, yeah. So is a mountain lion, but you don't mm-hmm. pet it. And that really She loves that up. line. She loves I that line. I remember as a child being like, what does that mean? And mm-hmm. to me, I interpret it as like, she's scary because she's like ambitious and like, gah, 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 gah. and she is a little scary, but I love that about her. And I say, pet the mountain lion. Okay, pet the mountain lion. Okay, so so with Sharpay, the reason that she's threatened is she's worked her entire life to be the star of this musical. She has worked mm-hmm. every single year. She's been the star of every single musical. Like her and Ryan literally are creating their own songs. They brought their own accompanist. Like they have done all the work. And then this girl comes out of nowhere and steals her shot. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's going to be threatened, and I don't stand by her actions. It was wrong, but I do understand where that came from. Then we move to Regina George. Different taste scenario. That's my favorite. Of like, she's my favorite. She, but I also, love Regina George. Mean Girls is one of my favorite movies of all time. Regina is just so well-written. Oh, so well-written. Well, I just can't imagine the pressure that she must have been under, like, even in the describing of, like, she is everything, and she's gorgeous, and she's got everyone wrapped around her finger. Just, like, I think that's a lot of pressure, and I can understand mm-hmm. when everything kind of, like, starts coming out of her control. Like, I get it. I think that a lot with models where you are prided on your beauty and your mm-hmm. looks and your So then status, what happens if that then goes there away? becomes that exactly. And if someone threatens that. It's interesting too when you talk about like that being threatened and how big of a deal that is. You know like models that like have say like their hair is their like thing. You insure your hair. Like oh, wow. there this is like no joke. Wow. Like people will joke and be like what would you do if I just cut all your hair off? I don't know why most people have said that to me. It's very odd. Oh my God. But I'm like, that would be a big deal because now you're, now you're messing with my business because I make money off of my hair. And to an extent, as a content creator, you make money off of this. Mm -hmm. So it is a big deal when Mm -hmm. that is threatened and we don't think Mm -hmm. about it like that. But, and also like, again, these bullies behaviors like aren't justified, Mm -hmm. but I, I get the innate, right? Like, recoil of being like understand their actions Mm -hmm. or like understand Mm -hmm. the emotion behind their actions yeah and then lastly angelica pickles which again i understand first of all she is incredible and some of her lines being like oh he's just a man threatened by a working woman like she is an amazing character and Mm -hmm. i wish it would have been cool if she wasn't mean like it would have been cool if we had this girl boss character who was like all about like women empowerment and loving Mm -hmm. herself and then wasn't also an asshole that would have been cool mm-hmm. and i'm looking forward to having more of those characters those in the nuanced future characters yeah of like exactly of like working woman obsessed with herself like iconic but not a bully like i don't yeah. think those things have to be the same but with angelica she was the oldest of the group and yet like tommy was the one in charge so i think she was deeply threatened and upset because a she had to play with all of these kids and be responsible for them in a lot of ways like mm-hmm. she was put this pressure of kind of babysitting them in a certain degree even though she's only three and she's also frustrated because you know I think she's mad that she has to hang out with them and that's why she's like dumb babies I think she's like this sucks I want to hang out with Susie and people my age but Susie loves hanging out with the babies so the way that for the entire past 10 minutes you have dissected (laughs) childhood characters 
mm-hmm. is sending me. I love it. I absolutely Thank love you. it. And that concludes my Venn diagram. And what it means, what the big takeaway from this is, I don't know. But I just something <laughs> that stood in my brain and I would like you guys to comment down below if there are mm-hmm. any other characters that you feel fit in the Venn diagram of threatened, in love, or both. And like what you took away from this, that's Period. all. I want to go back to the point that you made about like the whole narrative of like love and bullying go together like yes like barbecue sauce on hot wings barbecue sauce on hot wings Mm -hmm. barbecue sauce on on chicken wings they literally don't on pasta that that's what they go together like right (laughs) it goes together like ketchup on pasta as in it does not speaking from the perspective of young women yes it teaches us from a really young age multiple things Mm -hmm. one it teaches us that when someone is mean to you, it means that they that they like you. And that's really harmful because I can think back to my childhood and like my bullies, none of them were girls. I can think of two wow. girls that were my wow. bullies. What were their names? What are their addresses? <laughs> no, literally two women. Every single last one of my other bullies, like yeah. the people that have caused me the most hurt, the people yeah. that literally I'm doing work right now as a 20-something-year-old wow. woman wow. to undo were all oh, boys. Wow, and I have wow. very vivid memories of going to adults mm-hmm. and being like, this boy is bullying me. And then being like, oh, sweetie, it just means he likes you. Like, it happens to the best of us. It just means he likes you. That's mm-hmm. very harmful. Like, extremely harmful because, one, it's not a good script to teach young women about how... Yep love should be shown to them everything that happens you know can translate into other Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. and like teaching you from a young age oh the boy's mean to you because he likes you okay then when does that age out yeah you know now now i'm 25 and i keep on getting now you're in your 20s now you're in your 30s now you're in your 40s and you're like oh he's just being mean to me because he likes because he likes because there's a lot of subconscious beliefs that start when you're a child that you might not be aware of consciously but subconsciously the things that have been in your head since you were young of like oh he's mean to me because he likes me should not be there and also the other way around of like if you're saying oh he's probably mean to you because he likes you what are they saying to him oh you're being mean to her because you like her and then he's learning oh that's that's okay to be mean to the girls I like right I'm so happy that you brought that up because I had a Jimmy Neutron brain blast good Cindy Gibson and I'm thinking about like Carl Weezer you cannot keep on saying these names. I'm going to lose my brain blast. Sorry, because sorry, sorry. I keep on thinking about like, there's this narrative that like girls love the bad boys. But I would actually push back against that and talk about how, where did that come from? I think it came from how we were socialized wow. when we were younger. Because if you're teaching young boys that you show girls love, not by giving them a little flower, holding their hand, because boys that do that, boys that do that, like are like, ew, you're stupid. They get bullied by the other boys. They're like, you don't do that for a girl. So then boys learn like, okay, so being nice is not what I do. And then transversely, because since we were little girls, it's been communicated to us that like, Oh, when he's mean to you, it means he likes you. Now we're questioning why, as we get older, girls love the bad boy. We have been socialized from the very beginning to love the bad boy. Well, also, can we talk about negging, which I didn't know mm. about until somebody until commented, someone commented on one it. of our videos and said it yes. seems like negging would work on Isabella. And I was like, no, huh? say the real quote. Say the real quote. We have what to have the quote? real quote. Seems like negging would work on Whitey. And then yeah, that's where Whitney came from. It was because Whitey. I was like who is Whitney you were like Simone Whitey and I was like oh I can't believe they did my bitch my bitch has a name 
even though we switch it every other week. And I hate that the blame is often put on women because people hate women and blame everything on women. But we really need to bring it back to childhood. And like, we just have to accept that like we were socialized the way that we were socialized. But now what are we gonna do as the next generation? I know for a fucking Fendi fact that I am not gonna be raising my son to know that when he pushes down a girl and puts his mm -hmm. hands on a little girl or mm -mm. does anything mm -mm. to a little girl that that's okay. Mm -hmm. What the f is going and also, on. I will never ever say to a young woman, he's being mean to you because he, likes, he likes you. Because he likes you. I will never say that. I'll say he's being mean to you. We should talk to his parents. It's not just that script is fucked up. It's because we've had examples like the Sharpe Evans, like the yeah. Regina Georges of the world. We yeah. then have a fucked up script for like friendship as well. Because we saw Gretchen Wieners wanted nothing more than to be Regina's punching bag because at least it meant that she was around Regina. And that is such a common thing that young women do in that like you would rather be getting put down and be in the circle than to not be in the circle at all. And that's yes. stuff. Yes. That's up. Yes, that's I think not there are acceptable. a lot of friendships. There's like two categories I'm thinking of in particular. One mm -hmm. is when a friend group makes one friend the butt of the joke. Like I've, I've observed in a lot of friend groups that like one person will tend to be the punching bag or like, ugh, that's so, so and so. Like, ah, or like they'll jokingly in a joking tone be like, you're so fucking stupid, shut the fuck up. Like I fucking mm -hmm. hate you. But yeah. what my therapist would say is that your brain can't decipher Tell the difference. what is real and what is not even though you're mm -hmm. like I know they don't mean this and they're kidding mm -hmm. it still registers in you and can cause danger later on yeah secondly also I've known friend groups that are mean to other people as their sense of humor mm -hmm. like that they are like ha, ha, sit ha, around ha. and just tear people down you're bonding over being mean to other people and it's still bullying even if you're it's doing it even bullying. if you're not directly talking to that person and being like you're ugly if you are turning to your friend group and like talking about someone in a way that's it like still mean. bullying that's like it is distasteful you know nice. between being like hey this person said something weird to me or like hey what did you think of this but there's a difference between talking about someone and like discussing yes. versus on someone and bullying them to each other to be mean yes. and to be like <laughs> and also here's what i'll say for all of you people that are like i won't even put you in this for all you people that are like simone only talks about the woman's perspective let me actually stand up for the man here let me yeah, actually stand yes. up for the man because yeah even though relationships between women is hard about a, lot, a lot of men's friendships oh my when you observe men's friendship it is completely predicated on being the biggest head to each and not other all of them not all of them i know many a men's friend group that are genuinely very healthy i really do i like that you gave that caveat but i'm almost kind of like i don't think that not that i don't think that we should because that is your experience and that's it mm -hmm. just is what it is but i'm like no i think that men need to hear that it's not okay oh for sure if this is the case in their friend group then it shouldn't be okay no like we've talked about this a million times but men don't have intimacy in their friendships some not all <laughs> me being like Go ahead. You you make that caveat because I'm standing my strong. My cutie little LA boys, specifically, I know several of my good friends have like the sweetest, healthiest relationship where they all have like sleepovers in their living room and they like giggle and gossip and like ask about each other's love lives and like hug and kiss each other. Even though I'm I'm aware that that is not the norm. That's those what are it the is. I do have very good boyfriends in it. my life, so it is possible. It's possible, but it is not the norm. I think yeah. that that's what it is. It's addressing yeah. the fact that like it's not. 
the norm for that. Like, that's mm-hmm. actually special. Like, that's yeah. something to, like, hold tight to, a friend mm-hmm. group that's like that. Like, I cannot think of a single men's group in my life where they haven't mm-hmm. had exactly what you're talking about, the person that's the butt mm-hmm. of the joke. Or just, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. being as horrible as they possibly can be to each other yeah. and, like, laughing yeah. at each other. Yeah. And it's just, like, that's not fun. Mean. And you don't deserve that. <laughs> that's not friendship. I think it's important to go, that's not normal and you don't deserve that. And friendships no. are, again, and we're going to have a whole nother step episode on friendships, but, like, friendships are just something that is really, really, really important. And it it's is. important to only be friends with people that are lifting you up yes, and to not, and not just accept anyone as a friend. And it's important for you to be a good friend and to accept only good friends. Like it's it should be in my opinion hold to a similar caliber of like a well partner. I wouldn't I don't want to date this person because of X Y and Z. Exactly. Well, I don't want to be friends with just anyone because they should meet a certain criteria of support to you because that's what a friend is. A friend isn't just a person to fill the silence, isn't mm-hmm. just a person to have another body going to events. A friend mm-hmm. is a support system. A friend should be someone that you can cheer on, that can cheer for you. There's someone mm-hmm. that's on your team. I think it can be very beneficial to look at it as such. But there is yeah. a lot of bullying that happens in friend groups. And I think it's important to look at it and not just pass it off as normal. Okay, I have a personal pet peeve that I specifically wanted to talk about and what spawned this episode when people bully celebrities and don't think it's bullying. And I think that this is unpopular opinion. I'm actually like gearing Mm -hmm. up for this to be like cut down into like for TikTok and for me to get Mm -hmm. like roasted in the comment section because I I think think that I think that it's not a popular opinion to stand up for rich people it's just irritating i'm trying to like i think that people think that because a celebrity is putting themselves in the public eye that they are putting themselves up to scrutiny which to a certain degree one could argue is true and i listened to a podcast about it where they're saying Mm -hmm. like an actor is in a movie asking you to critique their acting skills or putting that up as as their art form. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a lot of social media artists, it is social media artists, okay? <laughs> it is influencers. It is showing their life and kind of like asking you to critique their personality. I don't personally agree with that. Just because you're someone no. choosing to be in the public eye doesn't make you any less human. I don't understand why there's a big need to, like, and again, this is from someone that doesn't feel the need to if I didn't like a movie I'm not gonna do a Yelp review on it if I don't like a food I'm not gonna rate the restaurant bad how I'm many like, times you actually don't need to know my opinion on that sorry go ahead how many times have I literally told you well specifically about the show but if, if you're not gonna write this podcast yeah. five star- stars write it in your fucking diary yeah. and yeah. that applies to yeah. so much go ahead talk about Cole so with Cole Sprouse I saw all over Twitter everyone was like Cole Sprouse, he's such a douchebag. Look at this clip of him smoking a cigarette indoors. La 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 la. F- this guy, f- this guy. From the call her guy. daddy interview. And I was like, interesting, like trending, trending, trending. It's all anyone's ever talking about. And I listened to it and I was like, okay, this is lovely. I could see what people are talking about with smoking indoors and how that could be perceived and whatever. But what really struck a chord with me when listening is she mm-hmm. asked the question, what's something difficult that you've had to overcome? And mind you, I thought it was a really interesting interview. I thought he was really honest and I really appreciated the vulnerability in it. Mm-hmm. But in what have you overcome he was like 
public scrutiny. It has been really hard for me because I'm naturally a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. It has been really hard for me seeing people that have loved me since childhood turn Turn on me and hate me and think I'm a bad person and be disappointed in the person that I've become. Mm -hmm. Mind you, he said this before all of the backlash. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I genuinely wonder how many people actually listened Listened to the whole interview, heard him say that, and then were like, this guy he's such a douchebag you literally heard him say a few big words and light that cigarette and wrote him off and also i'm just like he's a human what a bigger example of like you are a human being than being like i'm really scared of public scrutiny and then like the irony of this being his biggest most publicly scrutinized interview i was like that really sucks and is really sad and i can't imagine how he's feeling right now after literally saying that that is something he deeply struggles with i was literally gonna say earlier I think that it's fine to have an opinion. You don't need to input every single one of your opinions everywhere. You just don't. Especially when it's not constructive. And I love the quote that I heard on the Two My Sisters podcast. Shout out to them. And they were talking about how criticism requires intimacy. And that was so wonderful to me because if you think about it you can accept criticism from someone that actually intimately knows you otherwise it means nothing to you and that's it okay do you want to talk about Meghan Markle Meghan Markle and Meghan Thee Stallion first of all I want to say that you the world hates women so bad and it irritates me so deeply but especially with like Meghan I think that that's when I was really like the internet is a very ugly place because um for you guys that do not know Meghan was assaulted she was shot back in 2019 2020 and um it was horrible like having to watch the way that the media not even the media that people people jesus christ like bullied the hell out of this girl to the point where like she had to post pictures of her feet after she got shot to prove that she got shot like are y'all serious right now and then once tori lanes was rightfully convicted y'all are in her comment section talking about how she ruined a man's life after she was shot She left social media for like, I don't know how long. I wouldn't blame her if she never came back. I would not blame her if all she did was make music, drop her videos and use her socials to promo her music and that's it. I wouldn't blame her if we never saw that girl again. Same thing with Meghan Markle. Like the way in which the Harry and Meghan documentary just like opened so much up for me. I'm just like, why do y'all think it is okay to bully people? Like in the the attack on Megan was insane because it was like systematic. It was purposeful. It's like, not just like, I don't like her. It's like, I don't like her. And now I'm gonna get together with other people and create a community full of people that are dedicated to just tweeting about how horrible of a person she is, how ugly she is, how this she is. And every time an account gets deleted, we restart it and we redo it again. It's interesting because when celebrities have talked about how they respond to a troll, it is generally that the person is like, oh my God, I actually love you so much. I just wanted attention. I didn't think that you would see this. There's a shrill episode about that with A.D. Bryant. Shrill? I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. heard of Shrill. It's A.D. Bryant's TV show and she gets a hate comment and she goes to the house of the man that hates her and he's like, oh, I didn't think you'd actually read it. And th- and that's the biggest thing. I think I want to end on by talking about how people think that they're punching up. <laughs> like it's not bullying because I'm punching up. You can't bully a millionaire. Mm, you can. Just because you're a millionaire doesn't mean you don't have feelings and you're not a person. I'm sorry. I didn't know the amount of money in your bank account meant that you can't be bullied anymore. It's interesting the way that people think that money makes people impervious to a lot of things because mm. it makes you impervious to a lot let's keep it a buck like financial difficulties the economy shifting yeah it makes you it insulates you from that but feelings if if that was the case then millionaires would never be sad we wouldn't have like actors that 
unfortunately like unalive themselves like it is insane to me for people to be like and it's a way for you to justify not being a bad person but i'm telling you i'm looking you in this lens and i'm telling you that if you think that it's okay to bully people online that whether they're influencers whether they are celebrities whoever the case it's not okay and i think i take a personal affront to this because some of the comments that i read about myself sometimes i'm like why would you say this to somebody? And and I'm just a 20 something year old girl in my little apartment filming videos on my iPhone and people watch them. And y'all think like, oh, because she's online, that means I get to bully her. I'm still a human. I've always been sympathetic of it, but it's made me even more sympathetic because it's just like, no, your words hurt. Mm. Please think before you act. People see your comment. And you never know what comment. the person on the other side of the screen is going never, through. Never, never. So just be yeah. kind and yeah. you know, keep some things to yourself and that's okay. Just just because you have an opinion okay but like write it in your <laughs> diary like it's yeah. okay to leave us on more of a positive note i just want to say like thank you to everyone that's listening to this and so many of our swipe talk viewers and listeners have commented so many kind and lovely things so and dm'd wonderful. us really nice things and like people like you are putting good back into the world yes. and that is really sweet and really does make a difference like when yes. you are putting out good in the same way that being mean to someone can really deeply affect them negatively, it's not a lost cause. Like there is another side of like yes. being good and like being kind to others and just saying something nice to a stranger can really make their day and turn things around. And, yes. and there is still hope and there's still joy. And I think you mm -hmm. can inspire other people to be kind mm -hmm. by leading with kindness yourself. Isabella and I actually screenshot you guys' comments all the time and send them back and forth to each other yeah, being like- and then cry. Literally, literally. <laughs> how many times have I been like, we We've been brought to tears on this show talking about yeah. how like kind yeah. you guys are to us. So kindness yeah. goes so, so much. You get so much more bang for your buck when you're kind, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's just kind of you guys. Scream of the week. Rawr! Okay. Scream of the week. I had the opportunity to hang out with all of my friends this weekend, but not just any old friends, yeah. my childhood Child. friends. Like I've known these girls yeah. since I was like eight years old and we were able yeah. to all come back together and have a wonderful, beautiful weekend. We did get pretty toasty. We did. We did drink. We maybe did other things. <gasps> what did you do? Um, I'm like shrooms, cocaine. Not all of that. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. But it was such a wonderful time to be back around women that I grew up with. And like, it just felt so kumbaya. You yeah. Know? It was wonderful. And to see like how far each of you have come yes. from. Childhood. Being literal children. What's your scream of the week, Isabella? Uh, anybody? I don't know what my scream of the week is. I can't even like think looking. of one for you. I'm just going to say my scream of the week is I'm really proud of my friends. Mm. I have a lot of really talented friends who are working on different projects and different things mm -hmm. and I see them working really hard and whenever I get to see my friends in their element, whether it be writing, whether it be performing, whether it be whatever, whenever I get to see my friends working hard and creating something it is like inspiring. such a joy yeah. it is it's inspiring but i'm mm -hmm. also just like i am so proud of you like yeah. you are incredible and i yeah. want you to know that and i'm not just saying that to toot your horn like it's amazing that i already love you so much and would love you regardless but like you're also so talented and amazing and i, I i'm so excited to continue seeing the thing that makes you light up and the thing mm -hmm. that makes you sparkle that's so sweet Isabella. Yeah, I'm really proud of them. I love my friends. Boo!
beautiful. Wait, I have one more screen. I've been meditating recently and I've been doing guided meditations. Mm -hmm. And one of my guided meditations told me to close my eyes and then suddenly they put in the space a pink dragon named Eugene. And they were like, Eugene is here to protect you. And for whatever reason, yeah, like a pink sparkly dragon named Eugene. I was like, Eugene, actually, you'll, this is not the the last time we'll be traveling together. I was like, Eugene, this is actually huge. Welcome. Like, I didn't know it, but I've been waiting for you for a long time. So all of this is to say, love you, Eugene. Eugene is out there, you guys. And I am recommending that you all take a moment to connect with Eugene because he's fucking awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining us for yet another episode. Let us know down below what you thought of today's episode. You can comment on our YouTube channel where our visuals are posted or you can comment down below on our Spotify if you would like to give us any thoughts on this week's episode. We are here each and every single Thursday and Swipe Talk is available literally everywhere where you can listen to podcasts, but especially on Snapchat because that's how we keep this big old train pushing down the tracks. So make sure that you watch our Snapchat episodes because that's how we get paid. Love you guys. 